Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 146 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Support for today's episode comes from Zen in a Jar. Let your most intimate moments leave a statement. With a Zen in a Jar Supernatural Intimate Wash, you get a gentle and hyperallergenic cleanse, so you can feel confident during your closest encounters. Supernatural is an all-natural blend of rose water, vitamin E, oil, aloe vera, and castile soap. They won't disrupt your most sensitive pH, and it can be used daily. Zen in a Jar is a minority woman-owned personal care experience, creating luxury experiences for the mind, body, and space, all at an affordable price. So go ahead, take out your phone now, and follow Zen in a Jar on Instagram at Z-E-N-I-N-A-J-A-R. Or head over to their website at zenandajar.com. Hey guys, welcome to season eight of the Booney Breakdown podcast. I am so excited to be back. I'm excited to engage with you every week, every Monday. If this is your first time listening to the Booney Breakdown, welcome. Welcome to the Ratcheteer tribe. I hope that you stick around. We have fun over here. We have a good time, all right? And uh, I'm excited to be back and dropping new episodes every Monday while we are in season. For this episode, our guests, we're, we're coming straight out the gate. We're going for the gusto right out the gate, all right? I wasn't fucking around. And so our guest this week is Ashley Cobb of Sex with Ashley. She calls herself an orgasm activist. Soon as I saw it, I knew she had to be here. She's also the sex influencer, and she believes that every woman deserves to have an intimate, exciting, and fulfilling sex life. You know we're all about that here at the Booney Breakdown. Uh, I'm excited because in this conversation, we really dive deep into um, some of the new sex toys that are out there. She gives her recommendation because she is the influencer. We talk about the pleasure gap. And then we go to a topic that I really haven't done. We do all about the anal orgasms, all right? (laughs) What that booty do, all right? So stick around for that conversation. All right, so let's hop into my pick of the week. If you are a wine snob or an aficionado, you might judge me for my pick of the week. But this week, pick of the week is Stella Rosa Wines. (laughs) If you're like me and you have still been socially distancing and doing small gatherings and trying to make the best out of a otherwise awkward and not normal summer, these Stella Rosa wines have gotten me through a few girls' nights, okay? We kill a few bottles. Every single flavor I've had of every single one of them is de-fucking-licious, okay? Um, I have not had blueberry just because I don't like blueberry, but I've done peach. I've done green apple, red apple, whatever. They're fucking delicious, and they're cheap, and they have a twist-off cap because you don't even need the corkscrew. It's a win-win-win-win-win all in my book. So if you have not... Go get you a bottle of the Stella Rosa wines. And you might drink the whole thing yourself because I've, I've definitely done that as well. No judgment here at the Booney Breakdown. <laughs> Housekeeping. Not a lot because this is our first episode back. But I did want to let you guys know that there is some new merch over on thebooneybreakdown.com. We have some new face masks. Um, we have two. One says masking my ratchet. The other says covering my responsible. So you can get them in a duo or one mask 
the one that you like, right? So you can grab those over at thebooniebreakdown.com backslash shop. Also, we have a new t-shirt, um, Boonies First Ladies of Ratchet. So you guys know if you fuck with me, you know I fuck with Millie Jackson heavy and I feel like she does not get credit for being the godmother of raunchy soul. So the shirt is Millie, Kim, Foxy, Cardi, and Megan. You can also get those over at thebooniebreakdown.com. Calm, all right, and I think there is a merch code if you buy it today. Uh, the merch code, um, new, new capital letters, um, to save 15% on all orders ends on August 31st. So, today, if you're listening today on the day this drops, then head on over there, use the code, and grab your merch again. If this is your first time following us, you can stay in the know and connect it and have a great time with me over on Instagram at the Boonie Breakdown. We're also on Facebook at the Boonie Breakdown. We're also on Twitter, just at the at symbol, Boonie Breakdown. No, the. All right. You, I'm most active on Instagram. We have a good time on there. On Wednesdays, we have Would You Rather Wednesday. Come on over and play with us in Instagram story. Um, if you're on Pinterest, I'm even fucking on there too, the Boonie Breakdown. <laughs> so be sure to follow us. And if you like what you hear, you can always, and you listen on any Apple device, you can go over into the podcast app, hit those five stars, five stars, and leave us a bomb review over in the Apple podcast app. Love you long time for those. All right. And when sharing this episode on all social media platforms, be sure to tag us. You can also use the hashtag the Booney Breakdown, the hashtag pod N P O D I N. If you tag us in your Insta story, I always love the messages. I will repost them, but this only works if your page is unlocked. So remember that if you tag me and I did not respond, it's because your page is blocked. So I cannot see it. So I am not going to belabor this anymore. I am excited. We're back season eight. I want us to get into this conversation. So let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, it's your girl, Booney, and I am super excited for this episode because I love when I get to talk all things sex, get a little ratchet with people who have all the answers because I don't have all the answers. (laughs) So I'm excited to welcome Ashley Cobb of Sex with Ashley to the podcast. Woohoo! I am glad to be here. Look, I'm, I'm excited because the last time I've done, it's been quite some time that I've done an episode about sex toy recommendations and huh. some good stuff has come out since then. Some okay. good stuff. So I'm, yeah. I'm ready to go there. But before we go there, how long, how did you get into this? I, that's the question I always ask. Like, how did you get into this space? Like deciding this is what I want to do. I want to be a sex influencer. So, um, so I originally went to college. I have a public health degree to be a public health educator. Okay. That's what, that's what I originally went to school to do. Um, couldn't find a job. So then I started a blog and then by doing that, I kind of gradually kind of just started doing what I do now. Okay. Um, so it, it was kind of, a. uh, a trial and error of things. Like I tried the education part and I was like, eh, that's cool, but I don't really want to do that. <laughs> um, and then, and then like I was blogging, which is cool. Um, but it's, I, 
it's cool. And then I kind of do what basically what I do now, which is, um, so like I, I, I call myself a sexual influencer, Mm -hmm. um, because, or a sexpert and a sexual influencer, because what I do is I bring awareness, uh, around various sex sex brands or sex toys or whatever that's happening in the sex world. I bring awareness um, to the, I build, I, I take my audience and I bridge mm-hmm. the two together. I bridge the brands or the event with my audience. So I'm, I'm like the, the introduction person, I guess is, is what you want to call it. I think that is a good mashup. I, I've been following you on Instagram for quite some time. Not sure how I, I want to say it's through Goody. It might be Goody. Okay, that might Goody, that might be Goody's been on here twice now. Okay, it's my so girl. I, yeah, I love her, and so I think I was like, oh, I like her page too. And another thing that you call yourself that I adore is an orgasm activist. Yes, I adore that, and the reason why um, the pleasure gap. We most of us have heard of this, especially with the statistics saying that straight women have the least amount of orgasms um if any type of relationship combo mm-hmm. right <laughs> yeah we're and the ones who are lacking yes so it's like what the hell is going on there because it's not women because then lesbians have tons of like their percentage is way higher higher mm-hmm. and so i always try to have guests or even use my platform to push for women to demand their pleasure and so when i saw orgasm activists i'm like She's got to come the, on. The problem is we're having sex with men. That's that's the problem. <laughs> that is the answer. <laughs> you know that chill. Um, if we were having sex with women or you know whomever, we would have uh, better chances of having orgasms. And I think it's because um, a lot of men don't really um, understand the female anatomy, really, or don't understand how. Uh, the female orgasm, uh, sexual response cycle, don't really understand none of that. Female orgasm, sexual response cycle, how we, you know, need to be pleased, our pleasure, none of that. Um, they just kind of basing on them. Like, you yes. know, they can think it and then they're ready to go and then they can, you and know, have an orgasm. It's funny you mentioned that about anatomy. It was a tweet that went viral. It's going to be a couple of weeks ago, maybe over a month ago or so where someone had taken a diagram of the female genitalia and they just had lines and they were like, which line? And they numbered it. And it was like, which one is the clitoris? And the responses from men, I'm like, it's no wonder women don't have orgasms when we have sex with you because it had to be less than 30% of the men got it right. That answered that tweet. I mean, it was phenomenal to watch. And so I put it in my Instagram uh-huh. story and <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was like half, like half the people who, the men who responded did get it wrong. And even, and an even sadder thing is that some women don't know where it is. And that's the worst part. How you don't even know where it's on your yeah. own body. Because they do not explore themselves. So there, I know women who are older than me and I'm, 35 who never like touched their vulva never you know masturbated never really explored never even looked at it where was I I was somewhere recently I can't remember where it was and 
the, the person said they never looked at their vagina like in a mirror. I am floored when I get that response. Like, cause I advocate the magic wand, all this stuff. I masturbate and I say this and I'll get responses back. Oh, I've never used a vibrator. I've never touched myself. I've, I don't even know what it looks like. And I'm like, you have no curiosity about this. Not even that to get to the masturbation part, but you have no curiosity to say, well, what is it? You're Look like took a mirror down there or nothing. <laughs> that blows my mind. Blows my mind too. Cause like I, you, it's all, it's a part of you. Like, why do you not want to know what your body looks like? That's weird. Like, I don't, if I put up my coochie in a mugshot, right? <laughs> I I want to be able to identify mine from other people's. Oh mine. my god! Can we? I want to play a game like coochie mugshots. <laughs> that would be a good game. Like I, that's a good game. That would be a good game if, if like if I got people's coochies and I and then I did a coochie mugshot and had them to identify theirs. Could they identify theirs? I would be shocked. Now here's the thing. I. <laughs> All right, I, I I share a lot anyway. I don't even know why I'm trying to be bashful. Um, so yeah, I, I get waxes, I get Brazilians. Okay. And every now and then I'll take a fresh set of pussy shots. <laughs> Good. And I remember I was looking one time like, that's different. So you know that my bond, I try not to Google because I will diagnose myself with yeah, a gazillion, million things, right? Right. So all it was, long story short, was an ingrown hair. Yeah. Because I didn't yeah, exfoliate yeah. properly. But when I saw it, I was like, now what if it had been something that was serious, an STD, right. STI or something, but you would have no idea if you're not even looking down there. Right. Right. And that's, so that's important. And, and then you should never leave your... Um, your pleasure up to someone else. You should be always be in control of your own pleasure. I shouldn't leave it up to my mate to be fulfilled. Come on now. I posted that too. And so I got into a back and forth with someone because I said, you have to take responsibility for your own orgasms. And they're like, Oh no, no, no. Your partner. No, no, you No. It's all on you, sis. (laughs) It's on on you. It is on you. So, We were just talking about masturbating. Do you like or do you prefer, this is your own preference, to Mm -hmm. masturbate with or without toys? With. With. Why? um, I think at this point, because I've been using toys for so long, that that without them, it doesn't really do anything. Can you remember the first toy you ever owned? A bullet. I feel like that's a lot of people's. A, a A bullet is a very good beginner uh, toy. I had like the bullet, the little egg one that was mm-hmm. different that attached to like a little string. I had one of those. My first one, and this is so, no one should be surprised because I love Sex and the City. My first one was a rabbit. And it's funny really? because I, I think just because I, wa- I remember watching that show so young, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that episode with uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it was like Samantha's talking about it and they're like oh my god Charlotte you've never masturbated you've never looked at yourself and so they give her one and Charlotte becomes like addicted to the yes like, the she's rabbit. in the house stuck and stuff so I was like when I finally went to go buy one that was the one I wanted to buy so what, is, this is... I don't enjoy it actually yeah because I was going to ask you so all right, were, were you a virgin prior to this 
when you're using are you this was after you had already had penetrative sex before it was definitely after definitely after yeah and i'm not i'm not a rabbit fan i don't like them there there are very few rabbits and i can probably count on one hand with fingers left over of the rabbits that i've actually tried and enjoyed yeah i think like i have one now like that's updated um what here my other caveat to that well let me finish that is that I like it. It's it fills me up. Like I feel full, so I like that mm-hmm. feeling. But okay. actually, all of the motion and stuff that it does really doesn't move me. Right. Now, I also have learned over the years that I am not someone who likes sex toys that penetrate. I me like too. vibrators, all mm-hmm. those types of things. So I, right. I just prefer a dick in me, honestly. <laughs> me too. So, um, so I'm like, I don't need this plastic. I prefer a penis. But I do like all of those things. So. With that said, what is your favorite sex toy now? The wand. And I talk about that on my page quite often. Like, I think the wand is, like, great. Because I'm a clit girl. I'm a clit vibrator a girl. I'm not a insertion toy. Like, I don't really do dildos or, you know, like, rabbits or any of those penetrative toys. It's not really my thing. So, like, I like clit vibrational toys. Um, and so the wand and I like it t- intensity cause some toys you have and they're like, eh, they're okay. You know, you can't really feel it or, you know, you like, you have to like do too much manipulation mm-hmm. for it to be like a thing, um, with the, with the wands, um, you don't have to really do anything. You just have to like, just lay there and turn it on. That's literally all you have to do. <laughs> <You> have to <laughs> do. <laughs> I am a magic wand girl myself. (laughs) They have sponsored quite a few things of me. Everyone here knows that I love a fucking magic wand. Um, Yeah. You really don't. And it's funny because they're so powerful that I try not to use it often um, just because it it is very intense. So I do have other things that I switch. But to your point, I do have another toy. I'm not going to name them because they sponsor too. Um, but the intensity of the vibration, I feel like could be up a notch. But what I do like is that they have different settings that they can pulse at different. Um, oh, who makes it? I'll say. You know it. No, I will. Dane Products. They're a little. Um, it's like finger a, thing. It's not a the finger, finger thing, but it's like the little pink thing you can like fit in your palm. I like oh. the mechanics of it. Okay. I like the feel, I like the size, and I like the settings of the pulsations, like, because you mm-hmm. can do different rhythms. I love that. Sometimes I feel like the the speed and the pulsating, they are doing a weird dance. Like, I don't know, it's weird. Okay. Now, I do come with it. Let me make that. I do okay. come. But I feel like to your, like, I have to do a lot of uh, I'm concentrating too much to get the right rhythm. And then it's yes. like, all right, all right, all right, there we go. And then yeah. I can do whatever. So I have their um, finger vibe, the fin. The fin, yeah. And that to me, that works better as a nipple vibrator than a, a clitoral one. It doesn't really I've heard do, that. It doesn't really do much for me clitorally. Um, nipple, it works really great. Yeah, I've heard that. So my other thing, the one thing I, I have not pulled the trigger on one of these yet because I feel okay. like it is so many to choose from, but okay. the, um, the ones that the new toys, the satisfier, the ones that suck, the suction, mm-hmm. 
I want one so bad, but I'm like, do I want this one? Do I want that one? I, I don't want to pull the trigger yet. Um, it's so, been quite some time. So it, um, I get toys to try quite, you know, every, every week I got a new toy that comes here. Um, and so those little suction toys have been like, that's like the new That's the, the new wave, wave right now, yeah. Yeah, the new wave. Um, I don't really like them. Uh, <gasps> oh, tell me more. I don't like them because they're not intense enough for me. Oh. Um, so I like intensity. Like from it just it just doesn't it doesn't doesn't do it. Like it, it, I mean, maybe after I don't know 10, 15 minutes or something, it just takes a, a longer time for me. To, for me to get to a point. Some, some of them I've never even got to the place that it's supposed to get to. Um, it's just, it's just not intense enough for me. So that's, and, and that, and I've tried a lot of them and it's been the same the for same me. Thing. The same effect. It's not intense enough. What if you, did you ever do that one um, that the Amazon um, review went viral? The Tracy's dog. Dog. No, I didn't do it. I had people who were friends who did it, and it was the same. One girl who I um she's um into toys too, and she was it's like the same thing. So I didn't even bother to go get it and buy it. Tracy Dog sent me. Uh, they have sent me two toys, well three toys, um since that one um came popular, and they sent me. Uh, they have a new one out, kind of similar to that. I tried it. It's okay. Some effect. It's not. It's it's okay. okay. It's like I think those toys. Are, are more so for people who don't really like a lot of intense, direct clitoral okay. stimulation. Because, you know, so, so if you, if you're that type of person, that'll probably be, you know, great for you. For me, it's just, I, I need like, yeah, I need, I need you to like, I need, I need a lot. I need an intense and that doesn't do it for me. But you, but you can, you know, again, like I can tell you all the time, my coochie's not the, you know. Not yeah, I'm like every pussy's so, different. So, different. <laughs> so I still it. say try it out. I am yeah. going to try it, but I think what turns me off about that particular toy in general is that a lot, some of them are very expensive. Um, yeah, I've I seen a cheaper one and then try it. Yeah, so that's my goal. Is like I'm just gonna yeah. have to go just try one of the smaller ones because like when I first saw it, like the satisfier is like two hundred dollars. I was like, oh hell. Nah, for 200 I bet to come all the time. <laughs> I would probably get the Tracy doll one because you can get that off Amazon. Yeah. And it's not that expensive. I think it's like $30. Yeah, I would try that first and then I would go. If I like how that felt, then I would go up from, from, there. from there. You already yeah. said you don't do dildos. No. Okay. I mean, I, I will try them if a company sends them to me, but like for my own personal pleasure, no. I don't like them because... It's a lot. I don't want to have to do all the, yeah, I don't want to do all that. Um, and, and the whole, and the whole penetration thing for me, I don't orgasm that way. So yeah, it's, that's it's pointless. Yeah. I, I don't buy toys like that often either, but I have been intrigued. Um, you know what? That was years ago. I had a suction cup dildo, which for that moment I did enjoy because I was dating someone who had a very, um, very large penis and <laughs> I missed it at times. It was long distance. So to have that feeling, I did get that. Um, okay. but since then I haven't had a need to do that at all. Do you, as we're talking about men, do you ever, um, get pushed back 
from men like talking about, you know, you always hear that bullshit like, oh, if you use it too much, your clit's gonna lose stimulation, et cetera, et cetera. Um, no, because I tried to use it. Um, with, I, use it, I use a lot of toys with my partner in the bedroom. So, no. How do you go about doing that successfully? Because I know some people struggle with men getting intimidated sometimes by um, a little plastic device being in the room with them. Um, so typically what I do is I let them originally use it on me. Or I'll do it like when they're like having um, like in the middle of a blowjob. And then like I will, I will pull out like a vibrator. Um, you know, to vibrate on their, on their balls, something like that. And, and they like how that feels. So I did not, then I kind of can go up to their nipples, something like that. So you got to kind of be subtle with it. Or if the toy, I have them do it on me. I'll have them try it on me first. Okay. And, th- and then we can like, you know, switch, ro- switch roles, you know, um, during the session. So I do it I like, like it. that. So and that's even with your vibrators, cock uh-huh. rings, all that stuff. They, they uh-huh. you, you ease them into it and make it feel like it's their they're yes. doing it on you. Got yes. it. Because and I do rings, go ahead. Cock, ring, cock rings are very easy to like for me to put on because I can put them put it on them while like doing a blowjob. Mm-hmm. You know, like blowjobs. You know, like all anything that makes a blowjob feel great, they're pretty much down <laughs> for. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I've had the most success with cock rings. Okay. Um, I think it does depend on um, <laughs> the man you're dealing with, too, um, uh-huh. how into it they are. But I've, like you said, I've never had anyone turn down the use of a cock ring, ever. Nope. Ever. Never. So, ladies, if you're listening... That's your easy, that's the easy way to start. Yep, start with a cock <laughs> ring and then work your way up. And if you get one of the the double ones, it'll feel good yeah. on you, depending on which positions yeah. you're doing. So a, that works too. A, a vibrating cock ring is great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any sex furniture? Because I will say I had the chance to go to the Liberator store and I've there were been there. This. Phenomenal. I, I went. Because aren't they in Atlanta or near Atlanta? They're in Atlanta. Yeah. So I'm in Baltimore, but I did a live show in Atlanta last year. And oh. me and, another, well, she's a blogger. We went to go, they set it up. We went to go visit their warehouse. <laughs> I am now like, okay, my next bedroom. They have like this really big piece of furniture. It, uh-huh. I mean, it's probably like I think it was like six or seven hundred dollars. But when you're sitting on it, you're like, oh, it's like it's in your room, it looks like a lounge chair. But then when I started, like I think they caught me one minute because I was like, oh, if I if I move this way and straddle it, oh, this is fun. Oh, if I do it this way, like all of the positions that you could do comfortably without being in your bed. Uh-huh. Or on your couch, because I do a lot on the couch. Um, or on the couch. <laughs> I'm totally next room house that I have space, I'm getting one. Yeah, I want that's that's on one of my places on um, my places to go. I want to go and um and, and like tour and write about my experience. Yeah. They they did that. It was great. They had like this. The other thing I do want to try um too, and it's been on my list since then is I've always said, like I said earlier, I don't like penetrative toys, but 
I've had two recommendations that I should try glass because it, it feel it does a different sensation. Um, I have a couple. I have a couple of glass dildos. Yeah, I'm, and I'm going to talk about it. Um, probably I don't know next couple of weeks or so. Yeah, so that was their recommendation there. But it was like the display case for all these glass dildos. It made uh-huh. it look so fancy and elevated. <laughs> I bet. And the glass just looks fancy anyway. It does. Like because they're... then you have you have the ones that have different colors. It just looks so so elegant. Like they had this headboard in there. Now I wouldn't get it personally just because of the aesthetic, but it wasn't uh-huh. ugly, but it's just not what I would want. Uh-huh. But it had these things where you could clip in and out um handcuffs and cuffs and like all this extra stuff had like a bar on it like they really upped the game with the sex furniture stuff that whole little section i was over there for quite some time because i'm like oh i see the vision for all of it (laughs) oh yeah i have to go there then yeah it's definitely uh worth the trip if you are in atlanta have you mastered the art of relaxation do you need help making self-care a priority Look no further. Zen in a Jar offers products that create luxury, self-indulgent care experiences for the mind, body, and space, all at an affordable price. If you're having a long day, Zen in a Jar wants you to look forward to coming home, take a refreshing shower, and using one of their invigorating scrubs or body washes. Or simply just zone out by smelling a jar of shea butter scented in one of over 100 fragrance options available. Fragrance blends are hand curated by Zen in a Jar creator, Dr. Nikki, whose life goal centers around promoting the vitality of self-care using the power of aromatherapy and body chemistry to create luxury experiences in the most accessible ways. Zen in a Jar is made for the everyday man and woman to feel catered to. Visit them now on Instagram today. Okay, grab your phone at Z-E-N-I-N-A-J-A-R. Follow them now. But I do want to go a little bit more now because I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast. In a hundred something episodes, I have never talked about anal orgasms. Okay. And I want to do this with you, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I feel like butt sex is so taboo. It is. I don't know why. I don't know why. I personally enjoy a nice anal orgasm. Mm -hmm. Not on the menu every day. Right. But it's a nice little switch up. Mm -hmm. For me, those orgasms are very, very intense. Um, And I I enjoy it a lot. Say that. Now, what I don't do, I will say this. In masturbation, I don't do butt play. So... Are there uh, any toys that you recommend for that? It's funny that you brought that up because tomorrow, because every Friday I do a new toy on my page. Okay. And, and literally tomorrow the toy is butt plugs. That's what we're talking about tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so that's funny that you brought that up today. Um, so probably I always tell people, um, I like personally for me, I like anal beads. Okay. Anal beads are pretty cool because they're not too big. It gets you used to the feeling of something in your ass and then mm. you pull them pull them out like the pull out parts like very like, ooh, I like how that feels. Gotcha. Uh, so that's probably like a a beginner type thing. Mm-hmm. And then you can work yourself up to, excuse me, to like butt plugs. And butt plugs, they come in 
different trainer sets that has like, um, I guess, small, medium, large that you kind of wear for um, X amount of, of hours or time and kind of get your, your anus used to the full feeling of something in your ass. Um, I, when I, uh, the times that I've experienced anal sex, I, I didn't do it with butt plugs. I just, you know, just went straight into it with the penis. Um, that was, some of them were good experiences. Some of them were <laughs> not so good experiences. Um, so like I tell people now, like, I don't, I don't suggest that you just kind of just jump into it. I kind of prepared. Anal sex is a thing you have to kind of prepare for. No, I would um, definitely agree with that. Like, I, I feel like, then yeah, I'm going to make that caveat too. Like, not every partner is super enjoyable for me. So I might try it if they, if they like, let's try it. If we don't have no chemistry there, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> and then not every partner knows what they're doing. Some people feel like, oh, it's just like a vagina and they can yeah. just kind of like have like the same stick it in and type thing. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I think that was my thing for me. The, the, the two partners that I really enjoyed it with one, they fucking listened to me. Right. So okay. I didn't do the butt plug things either, but it's like, okay. look, this is my booty hole. So chill out for a second. So I do the, like, listen to me, lots of lube. Okay. Go ahead. Do a little bit. All right. Stop now. Give me a second. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. A little bit more. Oh, okay. Give hey, me a second. Stop. Yeah, yeah, like you got to ease this in. <laughs> it's not no just jam it in and you can stroke away. No, yeah, no, no. no. Like, I remember the um probably this is probably like the second time I've had anal. The second person I've had anal sex with. It was an older gentleman. He was old. He was in his forties at the time. Um, and I was like, he was like, let's try it. And I was like, oh, I've done this before. I'll pass. Didn't really have a good experience with it. <laughs> I'm good. Whatever, but he convinced me. I don't know what I don't know. Maybe I was drunk that day. Oh, uh, he convinced me, and <laughs> he really like he went slow. He took his time. Like he, I was in a position that was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like he like guided me through it, and it was a really enjoyable experience with him. And we did it a couple times. We did it a few times after that, and it was a really enjoyable experience. But it was it was because one, he knew what he was doing, yeah. and two, he was like, all right, he he, he guided me through it. He didn't try like to fuck my ass like he's fucking my yeah. my vagina and it was like okay this is enjoyable yeah i think that is the key like you have to make your partner like you have to listen to me like this is yeah. a butt <laughs> yeah <laughs> things go out not in right yeah so it's like a different sensation i think once and you i think too the thing is i think because you're anticipating it you're usually like tensed up tight yes like you definitely have to be relaxed it makes it way more easier for insertion and a a pleasurable experience. Yeah. I think you have to be relaxed. And I think the other part of that too, is to be relaxed and comfortable. That means you have to be comfortable with the person you're doing this with. It's definitely not something that's like, Hey, well, let me not say that because some people might, but for me, it might, it's not something I'm doing. This the first night we fucking, we not doing it. For me, for me, for me in my house, I need to build up to it. And I'm not judging you if that's what you do, but over here, that's not what we're going to do on the first night. Nah, nah, definitely not. I think also with anal, I think people just always think about 
penetration. There's other ways that you can play with the anus and have a good time. Your fingers. You use your mouth if you want. (laughs) Yeah, you you can use your mouth. I'm not, and and I think I had this conversation on, I might have on my radio show. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not an ass kisser um, and no turn and no, in, in no ways. I have a thing about asses and like poop and like mm-hmm. men because in men sometimes some of them some of them are some of them are not as clean as and, I yes. would prefer. Yes. Um so I'm good on it. Now if you want to do mine, that's on you. Um I will not return the favor. Now what I will do though, however, is you know, I I'll do a butt plug, that's what you want to do. Um, you know, but as far as me sticking um, my mouth in your ass, that's not a thing that I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm so, with no. you. I have not eaten anyone's ass. Um, don't plan on it. That is not on my list of things to do, too. And I always think about that because I generally don't say no to things like, oh, I'll try things once. Uh-huh. And I am like dreading the day that I meet some guy. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I'm into that. I'm going to be like, oh, that's nice. But uh, like what? <laughs> that's, that's so nice that you're into that. I can't, I, I can't help you. I remember the moment, the first time someone ate my ass. I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. I didn't know. I didn't know this is what we were doing. And I remember I tensed up like, wait, wait. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> I'll never forget. I was so like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and he was just like, relax. And I was like, okay. And I mean, it did nothing for me, but he was really getting his shit off. And I was just like, okay. It's not turning me on at all. So hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> at all. It's a nice little foreplay or something, but you know. Yeah, I just, I, I was not there. But I will look into anal beads because I definitely do not have any toys that I do for anal play. Um, Anal bees are bomb. I like anal bees. They are they are real bomb. I like them. I like how I like the sensation of them go, coming out. Mm-hmm. I like them. Um, okay. Yeah, and then they come they come in. They're pretty much kind of small. You have some that come a little larger ones, but they, I like them. They're pretty good. Got it. Okay. So <laughs> I had a um, shit. I meant to see if I still have it. I had a ask a boonie question and sometimes okay. I save them for particular guests because I'm like, this ain't my wheelhouse. I hope I did. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick, but it was pretty much someone was writing in and it was talking about the anal play and it was from a guy. Um, oh, here it is. Hey Boonie. I have a quick question. Um, I wanted to know <laughs> what is the best way that you would suggest that you would like to get your girl to play with your butt? That's all it says. Now, um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't think I have any graceful advice. So I'm just, just going to turn it over to you. Well, I don't know how, how graceful my advice is. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I would say I would either probably send her either a picture or a video of porn or something that I would want done to my ass and then ask her, oh, what are your thoughts on us trying this? Mm-hmm. And then there you can see what her thing is. She might be like, oh, or, or be like, oh, that's interesting. And then you can kind of go from there. I would, I would do it that way first. Or maybe if you don't, or maybe watch a, 
watch something together, like a porn together, and that's a scene in it, and you'd be like, oh, babe, what about that? You know, I would, that's how I kind of would spark. Or I would say, you know, I was reading this article. I could have been totally made this up. I was reading this article the other day, and it was saying how, you know, that, you know, anal play is, you know, leads to 15% of orgasm. Or just, just make some <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they'd be like, what do, you, what do you think about that? And then you kind of get their thoughts that way. That, and you kind of segue into, depend on her response. You can kind of segue uh-huh, into what you really want. I think that's a, um, I think that's a fair sound advice. I would not have thought to say that. So that's why I saved the questions uh-huh. for the people who do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. All right. So now we're at the part where we do the breakdown. So I am okay. going to say one word. You say the first thing that comes to mind. It can be another word, a phrase, a sound, whatever. All right. Okay. All right, the first word, black women. Oh, I don't know why. The first thing that came to mind was WAP, but I don't know why that is. That's so <laughs> funny because my next one was WAP. <laughs> Cardi B. <laughs> Foreplay. Not long enough. Mm-hmm. Ho shit. Ooh, I'm an advocate for ho shit. I have a shirt that says that. I love it. Orgasms. Um, what I was going to say was, I think sometimes we put too much emphasis on orgasms. I'm going to pin that real quick. Okay. The clitoris. Is, is way bigger than what we think it is. Or what men tend to think it is. Yes, it's not just that little button at the top. Uh-uh. Squirting. Everyone has the ability to do it, but not everyone does it. And last one, porn. Watch more of it. Porn's good for ideas. You know, you're not, not supposed to mimic it because entertainment, but it's good for things to try. For things to try. I, I agree. I agree. Um, but did I just say I was going to pin? I forgot that quick. Shit. Or, orgasms. Orgasms. I said it... Um, we put too much emphasis on it. We do. And I think, you know, I was talking to a friend about this. Cause they were talking about, you know, the, the type of sex that they were having and they were, what they were describing. And I'm like, well, is it pleasurable to you? Cause I feel like sometimes we always are chasing the orgasm. Right. And I know for me, like you mentioned earlier, I don't always come from vaginal penetration. Right. But the sexual experience is good. Like, great. I had a good time. <laughs> right. I, I enjoy it. I like it. You know, and that's a thing. Sometimes I, you're not, you might not always orgasm, but do you like the experience? Mm-hmm. Is it pleasurable? Because sometimes you, you miss the, the pleasure because you're so focused you're so on chasing that. Yeah. yeah the orgasm. So, that's why I had to tell her, too. Like, I'm like, I don't come. Most of the time from, like, probably half the time I have sex, I'm not coming from the vaginal penetration. So, right. um, but yeah, I was like, don't beat me up. Like, I still feel like we had good sex. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. It was cool. It was good. <laughs> so, Ashley, can you tell everyone where they can find you on the internet and on social media? So, you can find me on Sex with Ashley. That's the same, uh, same name for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's Sex with Ashley. The website is also called Sex with Ashley. So that's the name across the board. 
Awesome. And look, I'm telling you, I follow her on Instagram because right now she is being super funny in the reels. <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing the one you posted with the uh, tampon. There <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we go. I'm like, periods be hating assholes, yo. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm like, hating assholes. God. <laughs> I'd be so sick of it, but... I was like, I told my gynecologist, I was like, look, sis, I will be 36 this in a couple months. If it ain't no babies coming out this soon, I'm not sitting with this uterus until I'm 60. You going to take it out of me. I'm sick of bleeding. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. I was on, I was on birth control. Um, I had the, the, I guess it's the IUD in my arm. The one that's in my arm. Uh, I liked it. Um, I didn't have, I didn't have any, um, uh, periods like three years because i was on it for three years so i didn't have any periods for three years i liked it i took it out because uh you know i guess i'm 35 now so if i'm going to try to get pregnant you know i need to go ahead and do that um so i took it out for that but you know if i either get pregnant or if i don't and that's few i'm putting right back in because i didn't have i didn't have (laughs) any periods that was the thing i did um i did depo i didn't have a period for the whole time i was on it either um now I would not do depo again, but my body also just does not like um, birth control, which I okay. discovered. So, okay. um, but yeah. I also, and I, I mean, you don't know this, but I also have a family history of gynecological cancers. So okay. Okay. we don't need that sitting up in me if I ain't going to have no baby. Right. So I That's think true. I told her I'll go to 40 and after that, Hang y'all out. can take this joint out. <laughs> okay. Well, but I'm with sense. you. I'm at that point too. I don't have children. So. If it's going to happen, this factory about to shut down soon. So yeah, uh, it definitely is. Yeah, but yeah. So I think um, I I did an episode last season about fertility. I think my gynecologist will be happy at this year's appointment in a couple of weeks. I'll be saying, "All right, sis, I'll go listen to you and go do your little fertility joint." <laughs> oh, so they're they're making you do the fertility stuff? So she's she's being an advocate because she's like you've never been pregnant you don't want to wait to the moment where you're like yes i'm i need to get pregnant and you don't know so she just wants me to go get like those like initial tests done just to see if there are any issues that i can start correcting now versus Mm -hmm. waiting to when i'm trying and having issues so i've been putting her off for like the last two years on it because she's like Uh you're 30 but now I'm like, all right, you are about to be 36, so. That makes sense. Maybe I should do that, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was simple. It wasn't, my insurance covered most of it. I think I had to pay, like, 100 bucks. Well, you know, I don't have a job, so oh, then, well, I don't have any insurance. Look, I've seen the Instagram. Look, now I'm going to see it again because I just said it, the damn phone be listening. But I saw an Instagram ad for this one fertility thing. It was, like, $129. And that's not cheap, okay. but it's yeah. not it's crazy a, insane. affordable. Yeah. Affordable. So, yeah. But that's it, so. That's our little deviant, but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Yes, it was so much fun. And I, guys, for sure, be sure to follow Ashley, and I will have all of the links in the show notes and on theboonybreakdown.com. So thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, guys, that is this week's episode, the first episode of season eight. I would like to thank our guest, Ashley Cobb of Sex with Ashley. I hope that you got some updated tips on new sex toys to try. And maybe if you're feeling a little adventurous, want to do something new, you check out what that booty hole do. All right. (laughs) And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast. 
on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or any app that you listen to podcasts on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. You just might hear your review in a future episode. Follow us across social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make those pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope-ass week. Continue to stay safe, healthy, and sane. And as always, thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Ho, my stay. Until next time. <laughs>